Hey folks, welcome to Home Room with Phil Valentine, a podcast hosted by me, teacher comedian Phil Valentine. Every week I'll be sitting down with different guests and speaking to them about their school experience. This week's guest was Kyle Mara, a really funny comedian and podcaster. Definitely check him out on YouTube. I should also say filmmaker. Uh, check him out on YouTube, Instagram. Check out his podcast, Kyle Mara Gets. Kyle was my first friend in comedy, and uh, I, I'm forever grateful to him for that because we encouraged each other to be funny long before either of us were. So I hope you guys enjoy uh, and keep tuning in. You are, I'll say, my oldest friend in comedy. Oh, I, I refer to you as my first friend in comedy. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, me and Kyle used to run around down in uh, Greenwich Village. I think the first place was Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Yeah, I saw, so uh, people in comedy just didn't, uh, everyone hates, you think everyone hates you? Right, right. I think most comedians think everyone hates them anyway, but. Uh, the reality is most people don't even think of them that much. Exactly, it, not not at all. It's like it's like the Don Draper meme. It's like, you know, uh, I've been thinking about you, like I haven't been thinking about you all. Like that's really <laughs> thinking about you at all. Sorry, I'm mumbling off the top. Uh, but uh, Phil had a memory, memory motel shirt on. Memory motel, Montauk, New York. I've never been, but I, I have. I used to bartend in Hampton Bays, so it was something familiar that I was like, just get a friend. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause and I will say this, Phil. Kind of standoffish at first. Uh, wow. Yeah, I think he didn't like me either. So I just, uh, I think he quickly realized. Uh, no, everyone hated him too, so he needed to, you know, be my friend. <laughs> it's so solitary to start. That oh my like, god, brutal. Even if, like, one, I don't think you were standoffish. I think you're actually bad at reading people. I'm saying um, you were standoffish. I know, I don't think I was standoffish, sorry. Uh, okay. I just think you're bad at reading people. That's cool, my, my best trait, uh, <laughs> reading people. <laughs> And yeah, we, we, I'm going to share something. You might even get mad. I'll cut probably, it if you want. No, um, so we started, we were walking with another comic who was talking about having writing partners and stuff, and we were so new into comedy. I think, I, I started in October of 2015. Yes, I was December. And so we linked up in like January, I think, or February in there. Uh, you know what? I, I really, I couldn't tell you. Well, I, I bet you we got some emails we can go back into and, and find, because... You're probably right, probably like February, March. February, March, because I remember, so we were on a, on a walk from, from Greenwich Village over to like St. Mark's or 7th Street, one of them, and we were talking about like being writing partners, mm -hmm. and we were so new into comedy that we didn't really know how that worked. We used to actually... Write out whole massive bits. emails. Yeah, like massive emails. Five paragraph emails of and be like Like you're running out of storage like yeah. <laughs> and just like end it with, is this funny? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Truly insane. Actually I was thinking about that today because uh this other comedian texted me about a bit and I was like, Oh, it's just such like a one it's like one line, it's so like easy and like there's no pressure to like get back type of thing. Right. And I was thinking about these emails, I was like it would be such a chore to be like, fuck, I got to put like 30 minutes into this email yeah. type of thing. I have to edit like yeah. a paper here. Or like, I feel like there was to be sometimes too, it was only last like maybe like three, four months, but there'd be times where like, you would email me something and be like, fuck, I got to like outdo them now. I got to like put like, <laughs> I, 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 was, I wasn't like character or like word counting, but there was, I was like, shoot, I got to, you know, 
Yeah, yeah. Put some real elbow grease into this email to send out. I remember that, like, you, after a couple months, had the wherewithal to be like, this is not how, like, writing partnering should be. Yeah, I, that, that I, I, it was a hard conversation to have. But, uh, like, dude, I remember it in the, in the doorway of Greenwich Village. Yeah. You, you said it to me. And, uh, you know, us talking about how you think everybody hates you, how solitary stand-up is. I remember you, like, telling me, and I could see how awkward it, it was, like, a breakup. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you you were really doing the, like, but I still want to be friends. But because you weren't breaking up with me, you were like, we need to change yeah. how we're doing writing I just don't respect you as a comedian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I still want to have sex with you, though. <laughs> so, yeah, talking about school, talking about all this, but just... Talk to us about it. I want to know where you went to school. I want to know what kind of school. I want to pick okay. your brain. I am from Rockville Center, New York. Uh, I went to, uh, I just found out the, the elementary school, sorry, the pre-K I went to is Presbyterian. I'm a Catholic. Ooh, um, yeah, I, Oh, sorry, Methodist. What am I even saying? Methodist. Uh, okay. But uh, then I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through sophomore year of high school. Okay. And then public school, junior, senior year of high school. And then, and then I went to a Catholic college, to, to, to 180, back to Catholic school for college. Wow. All but right. it was like the least, it's like Catholic college means, like Manhattan College is a Catholic college. Right. It's not, you know. Right. I like get to take one, two religion classes over your tenure there just to, you know, meet the requirement. It basically thing. means they have a church on campus. Exactly, yeah. So. Well, I, I was friends with some priests. And not like in like a, like a, oh, priest. Like I was actually like very, like. Uh, to this day, I follow one of the priests on Instagram, like we're boys. That is the, like, most 2021, say, I follow the priest on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. But I, I can assure you that Father D'Agostino at Holy Trinity wasn't on social media, dude. It's hey, just, he may be right now. Check him out. <laughs> he's doing it from the grave if he's doing it now. <laughs> okay. um, you should make one for him. It scares people. <laughs> so, all right, Catholic school... Kindergarten to 10th grade. Was it your, your K-8 to Catholic school to start? K-8 to Catholic school in my hometown. In Rockville Center. In Rockville Center. And then I went to, I don't want to say the name, but it was a, not a good Catholic high school. Uh, not in my hometown. Okay. And then... Uh, All boys uh, Co-ed. Co-ed. Okay. Uh, yeah. I know Long Island's got a little... This is a, this is a thing we'll get back to uh, later, but my most of my... Reg- I don't have any regrets in life, but most of them have to do with school. Okay, uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to that later before we definitely, yeah, yeah um, definitely gonna deep dive on that. But uh, and then my so the, the public school in my town though is the number one high school in the state of New York, or oh. at least was when I was like the years I was in high school and the years like surrounding when I was in high school. So was it just like a religious decision to send you to Catholic school? No, you know what it was. I think my my, my brother went to my brother went to private school. Okay. Like a private, like a prep school type thing. Okay. And I think my parents realized I wasn't going to get into a good college going to this Catholic school. So they, and I was always begging, begging, begging because I was just such a lazy, I always wanted to go to school in my hometown, just, just out of pure laziness type right. thing. Right. And uh, they're, they're like, fine, you can go. And I don't think I would have gotten the college I went to if I had stayed at that Catholic school. So okay. I think it worked out, but at the same time, you know. Yeah, well... So I, I just want to dial it back uh, a second. So did you start going in kindergarten? Well, I, I'm assuming that if your high school was a great high school, then your elementary school, your public elementary school would have been a good public elementary school. Oh, it was a Catholic school. elementary school. But, so why? Why did your parents go the Catholic route? 
Um, I mean, because public schools filled with dirty heathens. Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> you know, this, this is one thing I, I think about this a bunch. Because uh, I remember having a conversation with a kid that also transferred from that original high school to my second public high school. And everyone likes to like. I think parents are lazy when they go, oh, we're just going to send our kids to the most expensive, private, whatever school because that's good schooling. Right. That is not the case at all. It is all about the parents, in my opinion. As someone that went to Catholic high school and public high school, it is all, or I say private and public, it is what your parents, it's how you raise your child. Like if, you, right. if you're worried about your kid becoming like some burnout piece of shit, then mon- throwing money at that problem is not going to change it. Like right. how you raise that kid it, is how they form, you know. I th- it's the values are big time, like what's instilled at home. Here's a quote that uh, I think about on the teaching side is that uh, the love for reading starts on your mother's lap. Wow. So that's a fortune cookie. That's like that's a... <laughs> um, so, but, but it is true, right? Like that whole idea of your appreciation for learning will, will start at home before the not yeah not even just learning because that's the I, I was like a really lazy student right just like how like and I'm not talking about any any person in particular because I see I saw a real array of people right. this happened with um, going both ways you know type of thing. It just it just how like you know, like the morals and like the more about the person you become, not necessarily right. the student. The um, values you hold. Like people think like just because you send your kid to Shamnat, which is like the top you know Catholic high school in the land, your kid's gonna be a good kid. Those kids become pieces of shit all the time. Yeah, so there's this like kind of stigma too um, that people are like, I'm gonna send my you know my my son or daughter is a, a shitty eighth grader, but I'll send them to like. Uh, Catholic high school to straighten them out, and at the no, end of the day, dude, it's like you, you. Everybody goes to where, where, no matter where you go, you end up just sliding in with like-minded people. Right. If you want to smoke cigs, you're gonna find kids that smoke cigs. Exactly. You know? You're gonna find the other kids that were sent there to, to right, fuck right. around. Um, all right. So let, let's let's talk a little bit about high school. I want to talk about the uh, the dichotomy of high school with Kyle Mara. Okay. Right? You went or the dual duality, I should say. Um, so you started a Catholic, Catholic school. Yes. Um, and you, you switched up, you did two years Catholic school, two years public school, Mm -hmm. basically on your own accord, right? You wanted to. Yeah. Oh, I begged, begged for it. Was it like a two year begging process and finally they gave in? I'd say like three years. Yeah. Literally three years and they gave up because eighth grade too. I was just like, uh. I was like, I don't want to go to either of these Catholic schools. I, all the Catholic schools I got into, I was like, I don't want to go to any of them. Yeah. Like, I just want to go to public school. Did you miss your friends? Did you, your I didn't family? have any friends. You didn't have any friends? Yeah. All right. So <laughs> now we, I know why you felt this way in, in comedy, that you didn't have any friends. Because it's... Uh... Yeah. No, I mean, I, was, I had like... <laughs> I have like... I have one friend I've been like best friends with since like second grade. Mm-hmm. And then he went to that first Catholic high school, and we were buddies type of thing. But like, and we I, we made like a couple of friends. We kind of became friends with the other people that were miserable that were to be there type of thing. Found the like minded people. Found like minded people, and uh, you just it's just it's just negative like miserableness all the time. And I went to this other high school where it's people that I knew from like I knew from like growing up, but like I wasn't like tight with any of them except for like I I became better friends later on with two of the guys from there. Yeah, but it wasn't like I popped into this public high school and was like Mr. Popular. I know I know you like to think I was like the man in high school, but I was I was I'll assure you I was a loser. I was a real <laughs> fucking nobody. Still am. Um so, but I I know a little behind the scene here. Can I ask uh you played lacrosse, right? I did. Yeah. Did you play in both schools? 
that was a big thing. I think that was another thing too, where the athletic director was. This is like this is me gonna. I'm gonna sound like a real like glory days petty piece of shit right now. Um, but the athletic director at my first high school was like the freshman lacrosse coach. Okay. And he fucking had it out for me like you wouldn't you wouldn't understand. Okay. Like it was insane. I think he was mad because the football team was so bad and I was like a decent sized kid that I and I didn't play football. Okay. Really like I think annoyed him. And then the fact that like my hometown is like we're like it's like a it's a bar town. It's like a real big drinking town. I, I mean, every town on island is, but like like when you when you tell someone at this Catholic school that you're from Rockville Center, like teachers be like, Oh, you're from Rockville Centre. Oh, look at you. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh, are you going to the bridge, going to the bars later type of thing? I'm like, I'm fourteen, you loser. Like you're clearly have some repressed anger at some kid that was yeah. mean to you in high school, but don't take it out on me. I'm a freshman. You're like, leave me alone. Um, so I think that because I was from that town. And didn't like he like I'll tell you how much he added out. I mean, this is, I don't want to talk about high school sports because I really was not like a high school. I wasn't like Tony Soprano, like the makings of the varsity ad type of thing. <laughs> you had the making, but of I, I did. That's the thing. Uh, and uh, I remember one. So you ever hear St. Anthony's? Yeah, they're like so. St. Anthony's my closest friends. Oh right, of course. Yeah, um, they would just smoke us in every sport. Like we we play them lacrosse, we would lose. Like we would get shut out. Like just. Awful. Right. And uh, we were down, like, literally, it was 11 nothing my freshman year. Yeah. It's, like, the third quarter. And, like, I was clearly the biggest, strongest, fastest kid. Right. But he buried me on the second line. Right. And uh, I don't, I don't even, it's, it's getting so deep, and I was about to throw out my stats from my freshman year lacrosse. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, I'll tell you this. I scored. I was, I, we went from 11 nothing to 11-1. Yeah, yeah. I, I got, I got, I, and I run off to the, to the sideline, and he yelled at me because I didn't score the way he wanted me to score type of thing. I was, and that's where I was just like, oh, this is just a pointless battle. Yeah. Like, you know, you ever do, like, I know you didn't play sports in high school, but... Uh, I wrote crew. <laughs> that's how I knew Shamanah. Did you do sprints? Yeah. So we would do this thing where, like, we would be doing sprints. This is freshman year still. And it'd be like, all right, um, we're doing five suicides minimum. Whoever comes in first on the sixth one is done yeah. type of thing. I would come in first, all six. And it'd be like... Never mind, scrap that. We're doing five more. Yeah, get the and, hell out until of here. You, until someone else came in first. Right. Then he would start letting people drop. He would never let me. Yeah. So I think that, that really fucked with me. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it's a tough, like, develop. Because the thing is, like, you're like, you're 13, 14, you're like, why is this guy giving me a chance? You're doing right. everything by the book, right? Right. And it just kind of fucks with you, type of thing. And I then, uh, I, the fact that I'm talking about this on the podcast, I feel like an absolute loser. Um, but I'm I, loving it. Uh, and then, uh, sophomore year, I, uh, this is how much this guy fucking hated me. All I right. feel like a loser talking about no, this. No, dude, this, this is, is how, this is how, so, so, so we're on the JV team this year. I'm a sophomore. This okay. guy in high school. Guy's still the athletic director. This JV coach names me captain. JV coach. And then okay. someone from somewhere buried me on the second line again. And I was dude. just like, it was nuts. Yeah. Um, so and I think between like all that and then like my parents saw like oh this guy clearly just has it out for college right like, right and, and then like it not being a good uh, academic school they're like we'll give you a chance at the public school because like it's you know yeah and I didn't like I didn't transfer because of sports it was it was really like a because uh, at the end of the day like my other team they they sucked I was just like the the least worst of the shitty right. lacrosse players type right of. right but it, it, it definitely fucked with my head a bit type of thing yeah. Um, 
definitely like unmotivated me, made me lazier than I, I right. already was. So I was always I was already lazy. Right. And this is the one thing I wasn't lazy about. It just made me want to be lazy about it. Well, right, because you're not getting like rewarded for yeah, hard exactly, work at all. Exactly. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Fuck that. Like I, I you're not the first person uh, on here to talk about how like a shitty coach can ruin an experience. Oh my god, yeah. You know, like... Even when he wasn't part of it. He was he, just like the overseer. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But he still got... He's leaving his thumbprint on Oh, it. yeah, for sure. Yeah, and like, when you're in high school or or whatever, playing town, like, it's kind of one track, you know? You can't be like, all right, well, I'll just play for the other school team. So that'll just turn you off from a sport altogether. Right, right, absolutely, yeah. But then you ended up shifting gears going over to, to the public the school public and school. still playing, or you were done? Well, that's the thing. Like, I think, uh, oh, my God. I just, he, he, the fact that we're still talking about high school across from me is, is really just pathetic. But uh, I honestly, I was just so mentally just, like, out of it type of thing. Yeah. That by, like, my junior year, I was just, like, I had zero confidence type of thing in like my game. Right. And then senior year I got I got a lot of playing time. But even then it was just kinda like uh I was like I felt like I was walking on eggshells every game, just like don't fuck up, don't fuck up. Don't yeah, fuck up. yeah. Like, you're finally getting to play, like don't you know. Right. But that's what it is. Yeah. Fuck that. But also this goes into me being lazy and like regrets was my dad was like, just play football, play football. Like even like freshman year at this original school. I was like, nah, I don't wanna now I don't wanna and uh, it bit me in the ass there. And then I went to transfer high school. He's like, he's like, give football a chance, please. Like, we know, like, this is our hometown. Like, we know people in the football. Like, the program, it'll, it'll, it'll be right. worth your while type of thing. I was just like, nah. nah. Like, I, I was still very raw, bitter. Right. And then senior year, finally played. Finally, like, went out for the team type of thing. Made it. Um, had to get surgery in my hand. So I knew I was gonna have a chance to play in lacrosse. Okay. So my football career was only like two, three games long, and uh, it drives me nuts that like, I'm like I could have played. I enjoyed it so much, and the surgery. I was like, could I, could I put that surgery off? And like, because the thing is, I would have played a ton. Yeah. Because like football, everyone gets hurt. Right. And like, I was still like a decent enough sized kid where like, literally, if I if I had not gotten the surgery and kept on playing, I like literally, I I could have like. Not let I, I, my friends may listen to this. I'm not gonna say I le- could have led the team in tackles, but I could have put up some numbers. Yeah, yeah. And like, but not because I was good, just because like someone had to put up numbers. Like someone yeah. had to play middle linebacker. Like hey, so, Mara <laughs> Collins is twitching on the field. Put your helmet on. Literally, I'll tell you. This this is funny. So, so I was a middle linebacker and a fullback. Okay. In my you know my three month career in high school football, <laughs> and uh, there was like really no other. But I was mainly a linebacker. Yeah. Because yeah. they weren't going to trust me with the ball a ton. It right. was like we were like running a wishbone offense where like I was just blocking a lot when I was playing fullback. But we do we go to like it was there was three middle linebackers. Right, right. And these two guys were absolute junkyard dog savages. <laughs> like like starters. If they didn't get hurt, probably would have won all county. One definitely won all county. Yeah. Playing smash mouth. And I was the tackling dummy. And these two guys kicked the living shit out of me for like three months type of thing. And then they went, both went down. I was like, fuck, I would have been the only inside. I, I would have been, you know, calling plays in the huddle type of thing. <laughs> Which we probably, like, we, we, we sucked anyway, but, like, we would have been just, like, marginally less shitty. Yeah. But marginally, we, marginally more shitty with me because I just didn't have, like, the experience type of thing. Right. But I look back, I'm like, fuck, I could have been playing four years. I could have, you know, prolonged the surgery, maybe. But I had a great time playing lacrosse junior year, so I really can't complain. Hey, that's what's up. Right. Yeah. And getting the surgery opened that up for you, right? Yeah. Last thing, like, who knows, but, like, 
as far as like regrets, so like also I'll tell you this, I got a, I, 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 <laughs> I ran track at my first high school too, because my parents were like, you have to play a second sport, like despite the fact like how shitty it is. Yeah. And me and my buddy, we purposely got cut from winter track after a promising freshman campaign, sophomore year, we went out and it's like dog type of thing. And even that, I'm just like, oh, it's so pathetic. Like, just like buckle down. Like, all, for me, all, all school was, even like elementary school, just like get home, half-ass your homework, just so you can watch TV at 4.15 type Right. Of just like pure laziness. Right. And that's why I say like regrets. I'm like, if I just put like, I'm the asshole like at the bar. I'm like, yeah, if I studied in high school, I could have went to Harvard. Like, I'm, like, I'm that guy. That's yeah. Like, I just... No one wants to hear that. I think that's everybody, right? It's like you kind of realize how uh, how little it would, how little effort it really would have taken to like put you to another level. I know, yeah. And then you see like nowadays too, it's like people with like good jobs and money and like wives and like good lives. You're like these. Just study. No, but you. If I just read that book, I'm gonna push back on it because I was talking about that the other day. Uh, No, by the way, I'm completely joking because I'm very happy doing comedy. No, I, I, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. I was talking about this with with my girlfriend Christine the other day, where I said, like, if I, I, I would, I think it's important to realize that, like. Your valedictorian most of the time ends up just being a regular person that was valedictorian in high school. You, you know, know I, I have I, I gotta disagree because I'm pretty sure ours went to Yale and is doing pretty good uh, right. type of thing. Right. Number one high school in the state. Like we had like at least I think we had like I think it was either seventeen or eighteen kids go to Ivy's out of like two hundred. Yeah. Which is like absurd. Yeah. Um so yeah, your point's completely wrong there. But yeah, but you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There like there's so many people that just like it means absolutely nothing. There's that like median of like you need to work hard enough and, and like looking back, I'm one of those people. I'm like, damn, I you know, I coasted on like low eighties my whole high school right, career. Right, right. Where, you know, there's no question where it's like if you go lock your door and just look over your notes for an hour a day, which mm-hmm. is nothing, dude. That's Three office episodes. Right, you know? right. If you just go do that for an hour, you would do so much better. But then there's also the balance of people who, like, locked themselves in the room, didn't do anything social, yeah, crushed yeah, yeah. themselves, got into Harvard, and it's like, yeah, but I was still having fun at parties on the weekend. Right. Were you, though? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there's another regret, though, as far as just, like, uh, I really have no regrets, I think, anything else in life. It's really just school-related. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I just about to say? It was about... Trying even like even like when I got to college, and like try, I was still just so lazy type of thing. Same. Chose the easiest major, and I'm like I'm like looking back, I'm like oh I should have just like if I if I give one advice to kids going I know, I know no one's listening to this about going to college, but if one piece of advice if I give my younger self that's going to be a question I ask. When you get to kind of do it now, please. When I when you get to college, try and stick with your math major or become even though you can't read, be an English major. Or a, or a history major, because you liked history. Just like do something that's like a tangible, actual skill. Like right. people with like, like I, I, I have a finance degree, but like within the business school, so like there's like finance, marketing, accounting, like we used to make fun of the marketing majors and the accounting majors used to make fun of the finance majors right. type of thing, because it was like, oh, this is, this is child's play type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, even like accounting stuff, which was like the upper echelon of like the business school, you can't go to a party and be talk about accounting, but you could talk about the Iliad or some historical, you know, the war of 1812 or some other war no one cares about, or have like a fun fact or like just being a person type of thing. Right. Or if, like, if I ever met like a mathematician, you know how hard, like how hard like real math is type of like, like 
But you know what my beef with that is in general is like who wants to go to a party and talk about work? No, I, I totally get that. But I'm just saying as far as like having things to talk about as far like besides Excel spreadsheets yeah. or the core four whatever bullshit marketing term some Harvard guy made up and now sells the right. colleges to tell people like things that like classics like have your major be yeah like, I get like, that. that you could have done in 1950 or 2010. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Timeless. Timeless major. Have a timeless major. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, That's it for my regrets. Everything else in my life I'm very happy with. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up aces over here. <laughs> what, what kind of, uh, like, like uh, what kind of crew did you run with in, in school? Um, I don't know. Like, I had, like, like I said, like, I really had, like, a very small group of friends. I mean, I could talk to I wasn't, like standoffish right but like you know I just you had your core group i wasn't very like talkative type of thing um were you guys partiers on the weekend or uh yeah my one friend's a real booze bag so he like you know he was like the party guy and he got me going a lot type of th- i would have gotten to it anyway um, yeah but yeah. Uh, you know he, he really like the gap for he you. led the, he led the charge for me um <laughs> and uh it's funny i was actually telling the story recently i was at a uh with some, like some high school friends and uh i was trying to think of this kid's name we were we were like juniors or seniors in high school and we're at this, like, my good friend's house party. And this real, like, fucking big talking, like, trying to be a swinging dick, like, you know, college football's on. He's talking about the lines and all this stuff. Yeah. He's, like, the short glasses, just, like, really trying to outkick his coverage as a human being type of thing. <laughs> and he walks in with uh, this, like, crate of beer. And I'm, like, shooting the shit with this guy, like a friend of mine. And he starts talking to my other friend. Not right. that it wasn't this kid's house, it was some other guy. And this this big this wannabe big shot comes in and he goes he's talking to my friend and he turns and goes who the fuck are you? And I was like uh, I'm actually uh, friends with the kids' houses so uh, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and he I could tell he was like he was on eggshells now because like I really I put it right back in his face right right and I was like I think you should leave. And he's like, he was younger. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. I was like, no, no. I think I think you should leave. And I was totally fucking with him, but he left. But you know, that works. I uh, something to actually two things that came to mind with that. I had a couple parties back in my high school days. My parents would go out of town, and we'd do the old like can't hardly wait type of rager. And can't uh, hardly wait. I missed that one. I wasn't born in 1979. Oh my god, dude! Classic high school <laughs> flick. What do you Project X? Would that be better? No, for that's, you? that's past my time. Like uh, I'll tell you, Superbad came out. Okay. The year after my freshman year of high school, so that's like you know. Okay. All right. Well, my prime time. I was in college when Superbad came out. I thought you'd be out of college by then. Uh, <laughs> you're, no, you're probably going into your sophomore year of college. Yeah. Just four years apart. Exactly. So we were having a, a super bad uh, rager. My parents were away, and um, and the the two stories that came to mind. What I don't know if these were the same party, but I'll tell it like it is the same party. Mm-hmm. This kid had a party the week before, uh, Nick, and he it was like a small party. You know, just a couple guys hanging out. And, you know, we weren't friends, but we had some some uh, cross-pollination between us, a couple okay. mutual friends. So I wanted to go, and he was straight up like, no, you can't come. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's comedy. That's like, I left. That's like very, I was, I was told that multiple times. I know. It, but it hurt because it was like the people that I hang out with most weekends are here. But you, yeah. you know how it is. Oh, yeah. That, no, that, multiple times that happened to me. Absolutely, I know the feeling. Yeah. So the next weekend, he, I had a party or two weeks later, and he showed up. And I was not having, like, a limited thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he had some bullshit. My parents are upstairs. My grandparents are upstairs. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. said, I can have a few people, blah, blah, blah. Mine was, you know, 
can't hardly wait status, I'll, and I'm sticking to can't hardly wait. For the young listeners, that's a big that's a big deal. <laughs> it's a big party. Um, and he showed up, and I was like, "You gotta go. Can't have this many people wow. here." You know, I, I knew you were that small of a man. You're, uh... <laughs> Fucking ain't right, I am. Uh, and I and he thought I was joking, and I was like, "No, you gotta go." Like, wow. I can see you upstairs. Either. Whatever, whatever I gotta say, I don't care. <laughs> and then, f- for the story's sake, at the same party. I had like an outdoor patio. This is like classic suburban party. Beer pong is going on yes, on the patio. Yes, yes. We got swimming up up top probably. Uh, it was your, your classic party. And I'm sitting there, you know, uh, there's like these steps right in front of the beer pong table. And I'm shooting the breeze probably, doing the closest thing I could to an open mic at that point. Right, right. Making, making the party laugh hysterically. Um, and whatever, there was this... Girl there who I didn't know who I think went to my high school. I, I couldn't even tell you who she is today. But she was like, she called me an asshole. And I was like, are Whoa. you fucking kidding me? And she's like, can somebody tell Phil to kick this asshole out of the party? And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> I am Phil. <laughs> and it, and she, she... I bet you have a low-key mean streak in you, too. So, like, <laughs> when you, when you, when I, because you're such a nice guy, when you have the opportunity, it's just like... I could see you being like, uh, you'll, you'll do something like me in the moment, and then 10 minutes I'll be like, fuck, why'd I do that type oh, of thing? Oh, every time. Yeah. Serial overthinker. <laughs> but it's just like, here you are calling me an asshole in my house telling me to kick me out. Right, right. Get right. out. Hit the bricks. Uh, let me bring it back into the school building. Please. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> enough with the degenerates. <laughs> One thing I wanted to, something I want to start asking everybody actually. Is what was your lunch situation like? What did you bring lunch? Did you buy lunch? Were you a paper um, bag? Growing up in the elementary school, it was like half and half because they did a good job with like Tuesday was pizza day, Thursday was hot dog day, and bagel day was Friday, and like everything was a dollar. So okay. Like, um, sometimes giving your kid a dollar was easier than just making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Right. So like, it'd be half and half, and like sometimes you would. Just bring any way on those days just to like... Your parents are at home at 10 at night. Like, I would pay somebody a dollar to make this sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can do that. And then uh, high school, it was... Uh, the food... I, I remember like really liking the food at that Catholic high school I went to. Yeah. Like, they had like a McRib. They had... Uh, <laughs> the McRib was back. They had these great muffins with M&M's. Like, that was a big... Like, breakfast was a big thing in high school. Okay. At the, at the Catholic high school. Like, that's where like the real hanging out... Like... The because I, I never hung out with anyone from the Catholic high school ever. Okay. Like I went on. One, they were your nine to five friends. Nine to five. Well, I, that's like another regret too. Like one of my best friends, probably my best friend from the Catholic high school, was a kid from the lacrosse team, and he was always trying to hang out. But I was just like, nah, nah. I don't want to go out to a different town. Like I just want to be like, I want to get on my bike after school and just you know, hang, yeah, hang in my own shitty hometown type of thing. <laughs> and he was the nicest fucking dude ever. Uh, he became a priest. That's how nice of a guy he is. Um, is that the priest you follow on Instagram? No, no, no. <laughs> the priest is way older. Um, but uh, By the way, I don't think you should put becoming a priest as the bar for uh, how nice a person is. Hey, some priests are good guys. Uh, some, j- some. Just because you got diddled doesn't mean you can you know, put them all under the bus. Uh, Sicko. Under the bus, great name for a school podcast, by the way, for anyone else trying to dip uh, into Phil's ideas. I'm going to bleep this out. <laughs> but uh, like, I, even that's like, oh, 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 could have had a nice friend for life type of thing like uh and just 
a nice kid, I was just like, nah, just negative fucking piece of shit in high school. Like, just yeah, real negative nonsense type of thing. I was a real no man. I try to be, a, nowadays I try to be much of a yes man as much as I can. Not like a yes man to other people, like a yes man to myself. Yeah, come yeah. from a place of yes. Like, I'm not like sycophant. I'm just like, a, you know, just uh, trying to be like open to everything type of thing. I like that. Like that vocab word I threw in there. <laughs> <laughs> studying for your SATs. That's another thing. I'm, I'm the guy. I'm still very proud of my SAT score. Uh, I'm not gonna say what it is, but it's pretty good. Pretty um, good for right. like people that. Uh, but the thing is, like, I'm sure I'm gonna say what it is, and people are like, he thinks that's good. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you don't have to tell me what it is, but did you take it out of 1600 or 2400. I took it out of 24, but we only cared about 16. Okay. So much so. Yeah. That what a what a good metaphor for school. Here, yeah. you're gonna take all three parts. <laughs> we only care about two. Yes. Uh, I, I'll never get when like my. Funniest high school memories, just like moments. That, that thing I did, just something I saw, was just like this athlete I knew. He was just like, man, I just gotta, I gotta break 1,200 on the SAT to get in my school. I was like, what schools maybe you get 1,200 on the SAT? Because usually like 800. He goes, oh, I'm in at 24. I'm like, oh, you, you can barely, that, that's literally getting your name right. Yeah. 1,200 out of 2,400. That's awesome. Uh, tag back to, to lunch. You said Catholic school is all about breakfast or food? Both. Because uh, like that's when like, uh, I've heard like, um, comedians say like if you could make your friends laugh at, like the lunch table that's you know you, you know you could be the comedian type of thing and that's where I definitely got a lot of my shots in like roasting friends shitting on people just trying to be like trying to actually be funny it was definitely like the breakfast lunch table at the Catholic high school everyone was miserable trying to cheer people up with a little jab there and there <laughs> and you know I'm pretty mean with my jabs Phil I, uh, I, I don't, don't I know I, it. I don't pull any punches I have brass knuckles on when I try to make fun of someone um, but uh Definitely, that's where I kind of like when I when I was thinking about like really doing comedy. I was like, and I heard that I was like, I definitely have some moments I could, you know, that's not me lying to myself type. Of thing. I actually could do that. Yeah. I was that kid type of thing. All right, right on. Yeah, I like that. Uh, how about getting to school? What was your what was your move there? Uh, you said bus right. always, and then the the public high school. I took the bus literally one day, and then. Some girl that lived around the corner offered to drive me, type of thing. And Story then, of your life. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So just some girl came. No, up like, a, fr- like a, a friend. She's like, oh, I just got, she got her license early junior year. Got you. And was like, I'll give you a ride. Like, give me like twenty bucks a week for gas, type of thing. And it was more than, like, because the bus, the bus would get to this. I think it was all the time too. Did you have like a zero period? Homeroom. So we didn't. We didn't have homeroom in my public high school. We had zero period, and that'd be like where tutors happened, like t- preschool tutoring. But also like breakfast for the kids that got busted. You hear that, everybody? Kyle had preschool tutoring in high school. So. <laughs> Before school, you fucking asshole. Um, but I, I went to zero period literally one day, and it was like they let the fuck. It was like all the all the bad kids. That's where all like they came in early type of thing. Right. It right. was like a fucking like prison riot, and then the belt like everyone else came in at like eight twenty whatever it was, and like it was like not sedated but like. I, I remember like being like, what the fuck? Like this, like this is like my. I was going to Catholic school my whole life. I remember going to the zero period, like, oh, this is what public school is. This is yeah. just like kids hanging from the rafters, just going fucking nuts. It's like a scene in uh, Lean on Me, like another movie from. <laughs> Come on, uh, Morgan Freeman classic. <laughs> oh my god, I'm a movie guy too. Uh, evidently not. You guys like getting your movies from the bargain bin at Walmart. These are like five dollar <laughs> movies you get, like two three packs. You know? <laughs> Let me ask this. Uh, looking at it top to bottom, favorite teacher? You know what? Even before you sent me the prompts for this, I, uh, I was trying to think 
I know who it is. And I used to pride myself on being able to name every teacher I've ever had in order of classes I saw them going from like first grade through high school. I could tell you every teacher I had in every single grade. And I was trying to think of my favorite teacher's name. I, I, I believe her name, her name is Mrs. Wynn. Sixth grade homeroom teacher, also my history teacher. And the first teacher I thought that like got me type of thing. Okay. Like one day she, she was an older woman and uh, one day she was, it was Mrs. Wynn, yeah. She, we were uh, doing like this exercise where, this, I feel like this is very like ahead of the time. Like she was like, she went out of the room and told us what she liked about all of us and thought our best quality was. Wow. And I, and I, this was like an old school Long Island Catholic high school where like pumping people's tires up, not part of the game. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she, and she was like a nicest, caring woman. And uh, she said, uh, like you think like also the two like middle school, you think everyone hates you. You don't think anyone knows you type of thing. Right. And she said, uh, what'd she say? She was like, Kyle is, uh, he know he's, He's one of the boys, when it's time to be one of the boys, but when it's time to put his head down and work, he puts his head down and works. And he doesn't, you know, he doesn't take, uh, I don't think he said, she doesn't, she just, obviously she didn't say he doesn't take shit from anyone, but he doesn't like... Uh, take any guff. Something like that. She, she threw something like that in there. Not even guff, just like, he's, he, 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 when it's time to relax, he's relaxed. When it's time to put like the head down, some other line just, I was like, this woman gets me. This 65-year-old, uh, yeah, about to retire history teacher. She, <laughs> so onto my soul. Um, but, I, but also, I really like history. That was weird. You know what always annoyed me with school? When uh, I, was, I was awesome with... I loved history, and I loved math. Loved math. Wow. And people would be like, you tell me you're good at math. Like, oh, you must be good at science. And then you must be good at English because you like history. I could barely read, and I failed almost every science test I ever had in my entire life. <laughs> so when people would pair the two, they'd be like, oh, this kid's just a fucking idiot type of thing. Right, right. Because um, they're like conflicting to you. Yeah, right? conflicting, yeah. but these are the two. And... Uh, there's some other like really good teachers I had too. It's like funny teachers. Too. Like that was like my sixth grade teacher and my seventh grade teacher was this woman that like she was like like <laughs> older woman like yellow nails, yellow teeth, like bloodshot eyes. Old Irish woman was like a hundred percent like coming back into the classroom after lunch, reeking of cigarettes, like <laughs> yes. taking a smoke break out the window whenever she could type of thing. Like, we, we didn't see her do it, but like we knew that she was doing because we walked in the room like, Jesus Christ, yeah. it's, it's uh, heavy air in here type of thing. Again, dude, like the 90s, you know, just like cracking open. <laughs> this, is, this is the late 2000s. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, <laughs> well, then she should have been arrested. This is not okay then. This, this is like when you couldn't even smoke in restaurants. This is like 05. Oh, yeah, this is way after. Like, <laughs> she was one of those people that was like rioting when they took <laughs> smoking at a restaurants in New York. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of other like high school teachers. Um, you know, I have a high school teacher that sends me a birthday card every year. Really? We share the same birthday, and uh, this is actually kind of funny. Um, he uh, he sends b birthday cards to everyone he finds out has the same birthday as him. That's so great. like, there's like people he's like 99 year old women, men, anyone he's ever met, he'll get your address and send you a birthday card. If you have the same birthday as him. And he still does to this day. Wow. And then a couple years ago, I, I think it was, I was probably still in college, he sent me one, probably just after college, he sent me one, he's like, hey, uh, just so, you know, uh, I'm going that go this is the right person, send me an email if you'd like, if you feel comfortable, so I don't like, keep sending mail this address type of thing. Right. So I email him back, uh, hey, this is Kyle Mary, nice to, and he sends me like, a nice message back, like, oh, so happy to hear from you, type, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, and then a couple of years ago, I I, I made a uh, I made this short film, 
and I sent it to him. I thought like, oh, English teacher, like I sucked at English, maybe I could show him, you know, I have some culture or something like that. So I emailed it to him and he gets back to me with like, great or like, cool. Like, like one word period. I saw, oh. I saw the email type of thing. I was like, oh, what a piece of shit this guy is. Uh, but I love it. He was, he was, he was a funny guy. Senior also, birthday to, cards. My senior year English teacher, I think about this guy all the time because this guy was at my school from like the mid sixties. Okay. And he's a real Renaissance man. This guy, Mr. Reed. Um, I, he taught Amy Schumer, David Tell and Howard Stern. Wow. Uh, Wait, did you go to the same high school as all of them? Yeah. Oh. And uh, so he know he knows everyone that came through Rockville Center. Those are just comedians, but like everyone in town. Even like my aunts and uncles went to the Catholic high school when there was still a Catholic high school in my hometown. They knew of this guy. Wow. Um, he like a legend. Renaissance Notorious. Man. He coached every sport, JV and varsity. By the time I was there, he was like the theater, um, like director, like uh, just like older man. Easy. He was right. In, the Renaissance man into reading, and like into reading. That's how dumb I am. He was he was into books. He he read the. His he, name is Mr. Reed. He was like reading. He'd read the ingredients <laughs> off a ketchup bottle. That's how much this guy liked reading. Um, but uh, he says something like, like he he was a great teacher. He actually made me like care like a little bit about English. Okay. Um, not that I cared at all, but like he he would at least he he knew he was teacher for so long. He knew how to get us interested. It was like seeing a comedian now. I can compare it to this. Where like oh this guy's been doing comedy so long, even though he's like. May not have new jokes. Like he knows how to make a crowd. He knows how to crush. Right, he's right. Been in the game so long, type of right. thing. Right, like so such he, a pro. Yeah, and there was definitely a couple of times where like he like, I don't, I don't want to quote him, be like he like pumped me up. He, he would say like encouraging nice things to me. Yeah. Um, which no one did, type of thing. So it was just stuck with me, type. Of thing. Yeah, I, you know it's like funny when you're a kid, like you just kind of want to be seen, even mm. though that that's like so. You would never admit it. You would never say it out loud as a kid. Right, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. And then in high school, too, you're trying to be cool. Like, you would never admit it. Like, oh, this guy, yeah. You're trying to be seen being unseen. Right, right, right. And so when you have a teacher, like, you know, teachers have a a new prop every year of kids who Mm -hmm. think they're pioneers doing the same thing, doing a new thing. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The same thing. So when you have a teacher that, like, hears you, that, that can, like, zone in on something that you're saying, that, you know, you talked about, um, that, the middle school teacher, I forget her name. Mrs. Wynn. So, yeah. so did I. I <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, just somebody that made you feel seen. Right, of course, yeah. By the way, that, that reminds me of something with my old high school, my public high school. Talking about the kids are like pioneers and then they're doing something different. That was a big thing at my school. So I mentioned it was a good school. Also, we, do you know what the International Baccalaureate program, the IB program? IB schools, yeah. Are you aware? So, like, because of that, these, like, pioneer kids had a real, th- they thought they had a bunch of feathers in their cap type of thing. And there was a lot of people like, I'm sure every high school has this, but I feel like my, because I went to two high schools, I feel like I saw, a, I know what like, there you was saw some range. There was more in this one than the other one, and there was way more kids than the other one. Okay. There was a lot of kids in my high school, my public high school, they're like, I'm going to change the world type of thing. Right. And I, I think they're not doing any of that. I think the world's pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think uh, most people would agree that the world is worse now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's pretty, uh, I like that. I like those little teacher anecdotes. Mm. Uh, let's You're see. welcome. You can use this. Yeah. Thanks. You got in any trouble uh, in your years? No. That's the thing. I was such a quiet loser. I got detention once For in what? grade school. I got detention in grade school? Yeah. I got, this is how, this is how, uh, I, this is how bad I fucked up. I got detention in grade school on report card day. Woo! It's not only the Nice, my, man. And it wasn't a good report card either. Yeah. So it was... <laughs> I could have told you that. Um, but... Uh, What's it called? We were in the bathroom. It's a half day. 
It's like 12 o'clock. Fucked up a good thing, man. We, we already clocked out. Yeah. We were still on the grounds. And me and my boy were in Catholic school, so we had like the uniform belts. And we took them off and we were just like, like gang war style beating the shit out of each other in the bathroom with the belts. <laughs> and like these are like loud, like leather belts. Like, we're hitting like the tile. Snapping. It's like snapping. Yes. And like this, this nun like skirts in just like... What are you boys doing here? Like mid, like on top of them. So like in the principal's office, all the parents were coming in for a report card day. Oh, and I'm like, what did you do? I was like, we were told to stay quiet. Uh, <laughs> my mom was pissed. Uh, did you have nuns as teachers? Um, no. Uh, in college, a couple. Um, I'll tell you a funny college nun story in a second. But only only nuns like they ran the school right but they never but were they like, in the teaching class. type of thing my catholic school experience we had nuns in the classroom mm, okay um all right so you said you had a nun story from college yeah i uh second semester senior year had like the only like one of the i out of the four or five classes i was taking one this is the one class i had to like take to graduate like if i fuck this up you're not graduating. I was not. I was not graduating. Type of thing. So, like, with like not even like two weeks left in school, uh, my buddy's like, "Hey, I didn't do this paper. Mind sending me yours?" Oh. And I was like, "Sure, no problem." Like to get an idea. It was a deadline type of thing. And uh, I was thinking, I was such a big cheater, just piece of shit in high school, in college too. Like that, like sending a friend a paper that was nothing, nothing. type of thing. But at least I, I put effort into my cheating, you know, because right. I still put effort into things, despite being, you know, it was more like getting away with it. That's what I was in. Sure. Yeah. Um, but this kid literally just changed his name and handed him the same paper. Oh, no. And, of course, the nun realized immediately. Um, maybe, maybe he, I think he changed his name, maybe he just shuffled the second and fourth paragraphs type of thing. Like, true, like, you got to be kidding me. Right. And she calls us in. I got an email at, like, it was, like, 8 o'clock on, like, a Friday morning where, like, I wasn't, I had no classes on Friday, so it was, like, a weekend to me. Right. And she's like, you need to get to, like, the rectory, whatever, or, like, her place of living yeah. ASAP because you're going to get thrown out of school type of thing. Wow. And I, and I have no idea what it's about. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Uh, so I get there, and he's also, he's not there, sorry, the kid of that. And she's like, I just want you to know, I saw this, uh, I know you guys did something, you know. Right. You gotta, if you don't, you know, figure this out amongst you two. Because, you know, I, I get, you know, people show each other people work, but that this is, like, egregious. Right. And uh, I knew I did the work type of thing. Right. And I think she got the vibe, too, because I actually showed up to this meeting. <laughs> and, because uh, I'm, like, two weeks away from graduation, she's being told, like, you won't graduate. Like, yeah. I will fail you type of thing. Yeah. If, you know, if you're accused of cheating. Right. So I like, I told this kid, I was like, listen, you gotta, you're gonna have to fall on the sword here. Not even fall on the sword, like just like take what you deserve type of right. thing. Right. And to the kid's credit, he did. And he took, he took, uh, I don't know if he, they failed him or what, but I don't think he stayed after, but I think his senior year he had to take like an extra class one semester because of this fuck up type so of thing. So he wasn't like, it wasn't the same stakes for him. Like he was, oh, he was junior. He was, he was a junior. junior. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But oh my god, like I to this day, like waking up to that email, like a little hungover, like yeah, you being told you're like you're done type of thing, like what the fuck, you know? Just, yeah, it's like really burned me at the time. Of course, it's like everything you worked for, it's like sand in your fingers. Mm. Um, any in any of the schools, did you have any uh, any scandals go down? Uh, 
I have something in mind, but what do you mean by scandals? Um, could be like teachers fucking kids and stuff like that. If that's what it was, or like any, I like I know my high school we had a chocolate milk scandal. There were these lay down, the, yeah, yeah. There was these um, these whatever uh, vending machines. You remember like the old Hershey's chocolate milk? Like they came out with all oh, these yeah, flavors, yeah, yeah, yeah. like cookies and cream oh, and course, stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you surprised you were still in school for that, uh, <laughs> dude. That when they pulled brought that vending machine in like sophomore year, it, uh, there was like a halo over it. Man. <laughs> that thing was so real deal. And it, if you shook it, you would get a milk would fall out. Oh, okay. And um, like I, I never explored that, but the football, you know, whenever I'd be in there, it was a, a full cafeteria. Gotcha. Where you yeah, you yeah, couldn't yeah. do it, but the football team would go in there after school, and they had them like. On surveillance, getting into the three-point stance, <laughs> chug, shouldering into the thing, milk's pouring out of it. Right, right. Um, and it became like a big thing. Like, like they got in trouble. There was like threats of legal trouble because they were, I guess, breaking the machine. Uh-huh. I, a bunch of kids got into like, seeming at the time it felt like more than regular suspension trouble, but it was gotcha. probably just that. But we called it the chocolate milk scandal. So I don't uh, know. Okay. Anything come to mind? Uh, there's like there's sounds like the classic like teacher like hooked up with a student a little too early type of thing, like stuff okay. like that. But like I'll tell you, this is like this you won't hear the story anywhere else, and also deeply involves me. Um, <laughs> this is when I was in grade school, probably like seventh, eighth grade, or middle school. Um, I'm gonna say seventh grade. Uh, we had like uh, we went to like library class or whatever, like for right. library day, and me and like a couple other guys, we took like mainly me and this other kid, we took like tons of like thumbtacks, like the long ones that you can like when we were like put them in between our fingers, yeah, and we we're like punching each other, <laughs> like as a joke, and then like everyone started doing it, and then this this bled over into recess. Or there was like just like twenty five plus kids, right. a handful of tacks, just like giving each other like dead arms and like yeah. puncturing skin type of thing. <laughs> One kid had to go to the hospital, and uh, of course, like people noticed. <laughs> like a kid went to the hospital, so like it, it got you know yeah. whistles blown, everyone out. inside type of thing. You know, head everyone heads down your desk. We're calling you into the principal's office. Like we heard who was involved Holy type of thing, hell. and uh, I'm sitting there. In like the principal office, like nuns interrogating me. I'm like arms crossed, and I, I hadn't even seen Goodfellas at this point, but I knew just to, just to lie. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I think this is probably the first time I told this story. I thought I was gonna take it to the grave, but like these two nuns are just like hammering me with questions. I was like, I know what you're talking about. They're like, we heard you were the ringleader of this. I was like, who told you that? Uh, tell me who, because I'll tell you they probably don't like me. They're trying to throw me under the bus type of thing. I was really just like throwing it back at them. You're just like, like denied. And I had everything but the six. Uh, <laughs> I was like, deny, deny, deflect, deflect. And eventually they were just like, we have a good idea you're involved, but we don't really know what's going on. <laughs> and then I, I left like sweating fucking bullets. And then they interrogated a couple other people. I'm sure they were throwing, that was, you know, one of the names thrown under the bus, but someone must have folded and taken the blame for themselves. Someone did fold took and took the, the blame, took the heat. And they're just like, what a fucking idiot. Just, he should have just lied. He should have just, just, just waited it out. Lied to the nuts. He would have got away with it type of thing. <laughs> but I, I, I remember just like sitting in that office, just like, I know what you're talking about. Uh, we, like, we heard this. I'm like, 
You didn't hear that. I don't know who told you that. Like, just like, just like, we're like, asshole. Matter of fact, Sister Marianne, don't you keep tax in your desk? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I wasn't getting fresh, but I was doing everything. Like, I was, I was on the line. You were dodging. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, dude, I love it. <laughs> I love it. How about, uh, how about senior pranks? Were you involved in anything like that? No, so like that's that public school I went to, I was like, I was, I, I hate saying, I, I wasn't like a, I was a loser. I was just so quiet and just to myself. Yeah. And I didn't have a ton of friends. Senior pranks. Uh, none. But uh, I'll tell you another regret. I feel like a real, this is, one another regret, high school regret. I want another regret. Can I ask another question about the tax though? Please. What? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a fun story to tell. I never, I think I told anyone the story ever. When you got home, weren't your parents like even even if you even if you didn't get in trouble by the nuns, weren't your parents like your arm is looks like a prison tattoo? Uh, I don't think I had a ton of like track mark looking things, <laughs> and I was you know I, I was a bigger kid. Okay. So I was like you know I was dodging, I was you know, running away, getting my shots, and I was, also I wasn't like it was one of those things like I may have started it. But the people that got into it were the ones that like really to the got next, next level. level type of thing. Yeah, um, the ones who it's like literally like, can't we just have a little bit of fun yeah. so you don't get it all taken away from us? Like I was Karl Marx. These guys were like uh, <laughs> Khrushchev. What's his I, I can't think of the Russian leader from right before that killing. I can't think of his name. Gorbachev. Gorbachev. Khrushchev. Khrushchev. I'm, I'm just saying Russian names that yeah, no, I saw yeah. on the Americans. Gotcha. The street, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I started the movement, but I wasn't, you know, I, I didn't do any genocides. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just like some kid who shows up like Wolverine, uppercutting, throwing a right hook. And I, like, that's one of the kids that folded. Yeah. That like took the heat type of thing because, yeah. you know. But uh, I, I could have went down hard. I could have went down really hard. <laughs> um, all right. So something I I always like to ask. Something we'll we'll I, well hold on. Did you want to share your? No, I, that's too personal. That was like a, a girlfriend thing that I was just like, I no need to get into that. All right. I do think you should have a question about crushes. I feel like crushes are a big part of uh, school growing up. Like new new year, new crush, new person. Just just you glare at all day like that's a especially that first week when you're wearing those oh, outfits yeah. for the first time oh that's another thing too we were just very plain uniform type of thing oh, so like, wow i think that's why i'm such like a vain people are like well you asked for a tits guy i'm like i want a pretty face uh <laughs> <laughs> because, because it's catholic school and same yeah. uniforms all the time wow all i just thought uniforms. of that now wow. wow that's interesting this is a big breakthrough for me <laughs> usually man like first week of school you're going, you're wearing those outfits that you haven't, they haven't seen the light of day yet, and like you're feeling yourself on those first days of school, you know? Right, right. So. I, this is actually, you'll like this. This is a, this is a funny story. Um, so I went to Catholic school my whole life. First day of public school, first day I ever get to choose what I wear to school. Big moment. Like this is You're years. overwhelmed, dude. You're short-circuiting on that choice, I bet. Years. Yeah. But it was one of those things I thought, you know, first day of school, maybe kids dress a little bit nicer. So I asked my friend, uh, I'm like, hey, do, do kids like wear like collared shirts or button downs? This is for the first day. Just right. Like, maybe there's a photo taken or something. And he's like, yeah, yeah, people do that. <laughs> I show up like a fucking dork uh, in like a white polo and khaki shorts. I look, I look like, a, like a golf course caddy. Yeah, you know? yeah. And everyone's in like... Boat shoes. Rip, no, not boat shoes, <laughs> but like ripped jeans, t-shirt, just like... Yeah. I... I 
And we had an open campus, so I could leave. I was like, I got to go home and change. I, mean, I didn't do it because I didn't have a car, but I wanted to leave. I was like, I feel like such a dork. It's my first day at the school. These oh guys think I, these guys think I'm like a Mormon or something like that, you know? <laughs> I was like, I was like a, it's, not, it's not like my arrival was like cool and expected. Like, it was like, oh, Mara's going to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, this oh, is that the, kid from the Catholic school. This is what we expected was showing up, this fucking square. <laughs> so is there a sushi bar in the cafeteria? <laughs> yeah, like, yes. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I love. Oh, that. burn me so hard. <laughs> so, all right, if you had to take it from from K to twelve, I want to know the best, worst, and weirdest parts of school for you. Could be a memory, could be an experience, could be a whole thing. However, you want to take that. I got pantsed in second grade going to gym class. Wow. Uh, underwear still on, but just was deeply embarrassed. Wow. Um, so that's gonna take it for the worst. Yeah, worst, uh, weirdest. There was a day I came home, my mom, I, I mentioned I really hated this priest. And my mom, like, took me aside, was like, did he touch you? I was like, no! Um, well, like, that would explain why you're shut in all the time. Right, right. <laughs> this is late. This is, like, freshman or sophomore year, too, high school. Um, and the, the, the priest was, like, a known creep. Now, I don't think, like, touching kids, but, like, other Just creepy a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked like a pig. Um, so what was the question? Best, worst, weirdest? Yeah, it sounds like we got the... The worst and the weirdest. Yeah, this, this wasn't even planned. I just, I just have these like in my memory ready to go. Yeah. And then best, uh, this is also like glory days, absolute nonsense. But uh, junior year, second high school, in my opinion, the prettiest girl in the senior class gets dumped by her then college boyfriend because she's a senior, he's a year older, obviously, smoking hot chick. Right. Apparently, she was crying in the gym. And said, this weekend I want to hook up with Kyle Mara. Wow. And someone told me that. And that weekend I hooked up with her. And it was... I think about it all the time. Like, there's... Like, <laughs> like, you, ever, you ever, like, associate, like, songs with stuff? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I can tell you the, the three songs I had repeat on my iPod Nano at the time. And whenever those songs come on the radio, I think of this girl. And that, like, week of my life, I'm like, I was the fucking man. Dude... <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you to know you talk shit about Can't Hardly Wait, but that is basically Oh really? <laughs> I gotta watch this movie. Can't yeah. Hardly Wait. Where the the girl's like, next guy that talks to me, I'm hooking up, and then he just like walks in on cue. I know yours was more planned and yeah, yeah, yeah. all that, but that's just that's funny as hell. I mean, right there, you just I think that brought things perfectly full circle because we opened about talking about how schools are dirty and uh People always have their their sexual thoughts and whatnot, mm. and we ended there with a hookup. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty. Hey, good for you. Help pot. I bet you she uh, thinks about it all the time in much more regrettable oh, fashion. Uh, probably. I mean, who wants to get a finger in the Volvo? Uh, <laughs> She's like, did somebody change this fucking song? <laughs> did a party now? Who turned on Good Charlotte? <laughs> Oh, uh, Kyle, I love you, man. I love you too, Phil. This is great. Come here. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it was great. Ah, all right. Let's. All right. That was this week's episode with Kyle Mara. Uh, you can get Kyle on Instagram at Kyle Mara, and you can check out his podcast, Kyle Mara Gets. I've been on there. Fun podcast. And check out his his short film called or his short movie or his short whatever you call it called Ill Giving uh, I hope you enjoyed rate, review, subscribe, follow all that stuff 
send it to a friend, post it on your story, do whatever you have to do. But please, by all means, share this because I'm having a good time doing it and I want to know that you guys are having a good time listening to it. Thank you. And I hope you like the song that's playing us out, done by the great Derek Alexander Smith. So long, guys.